he had to do was just fall in line. That's all he had to do. And his life would be so much easier. He wouldn't be all over the news right now. Who are we talking about? Joe Biden and his tax, or uh, not tax returns, classified documents. Have you heard anything about this? Yeah. Isn't this funny? It is. Turnabout is fair play here, but I, I've got something to say about it. But anyway, th- this is the Bushels and Barrels program. I'm so glad you're here with us. I'm Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok is where you can find me. As usual, I am hanging out with my perspiring patriot. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. And she sure does have... Uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> How's everything going? Uh, we've had a busy week. We have. Yeah. We have. It is Saturday morning. This is going to be somewhat of an abbreviated show because we've got to get out of here for things we've got to do. But Mm. we just could not leave you guys hanging because we just seems like we've been leaving you guys hanging a lot lately. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to be here, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes here. I've got some pretty funny stories that we can get to. Let's address the fact that we had had given some kind of tease to an announcement. You know, so that announcement is going to come. It's exciting. And we are just working some details out. So we'll get that ready and and be ready for a special announcement for young people young adults or maybe even just people we can adults. help yeah 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 <laughs> so. actually yeah we'll just yeah maybe we would have announced it today but we are in a hurry yeah uh we're leaving on a jet plane uh, so we're <laughs> we, taking a little weekend trip so. yeah we gotta go but uh no i mean this whole joe biden thing and, and these and these uh classified documents yeah you know his tax returns are in a box beside a Corvette in the in the it's locked not tax garage. Returns. Not, I keep saying tax returns. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We don't care about his tax returns, do we? No. I mean, no. they make a we big deal to. about Trump's, but I mean, for him, it's well, like, we ought whatever. to. Sure, we ought to care about Joe's tax returns to figure out where all his money came from because he's not very talented and he's not very smart. Yeah, I feel so. sorry for the guy because he's literally like I think he is honestly in the middle of dementia. So. Well, he's just an old fella, mm. and and he's he's a he's a puppet for, in my opinion, the Obamas, mm-hmm. and it, it is it is kind of sad what's happening to him. Then again, he's a liberal Democrat, so don't sure. feel that bad. Sure, I mean he he's laying in bed with him, so yeah. But for those of you forever, right? So. But for those of you who don't know, if you do remember back in August, the Mar-a-Lago uh, place was raided by the FBI mm-hmm. for all these classified documents that were there. Now, the thing was, is Trump admitted he had them. He knew exactly where they were at. They were in a safe inside Mar-a-Lago. There was no denying it. And the FBI came in and said, actually, we want you to put an additional lock on there. So he did that. So he complied with the FBI prior to the them coming in and raiding. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. As to where Mr. Biden's classified documents are in what looks like a banker's box yeah. leaned up against the wall behind a Corvette in a quote-unquote locked garage. Like, that's going to make me feel better. Yeah. I think that there, this is just a play to get him either impeached or out of the way or just to show that he's not... I think that this is this is some sort of weird thing. Well, I think here's what it is. And this is the reason that I said all he had to do was fall in line. Yeah. Is, you remember last week he went down to the border. <laughs> yeah. You know, because now he suddenly cares about the border. Sure. And, and of course, the Secret Service and everybody had all these people on the board, all the uh, the immigrants coming across the river and everything. Mm-hmm. They, they cleared them all out, made it look like there was no big deal. That way, Biden could tout that as a victory whenever mm-hmm. he's running for re-election. Right. The second that 
the DNC and all the powers that be within their, the Obamas uh, saw that. They're like, no, Joe is not running again, and we have to take him down. Well, right mm-hmm. here's a way to take him down. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. I, you know what I find funny about this? As, as I read more and more about these classified documents, it came out that Merrick Garland knew Joe had these classified documents before the November election, mm-hmm. but kept hush-hush about it. Hmm. You know, these, these damn Democrats... You know when you know another time that they've kept hush hush about something in order to try to uh, sway an election. Think about this real hard. First thing that popped in my mind. Rewind. November, well, probably October of late October of 2020, early early November. Donald Trump had Operation Warp Speed rolling as hard and as fast as he could. Remember this? Mm-hmm. And they had come up with the vaccine mm-hmm. for COVID. Mm-hmm. This is way before we knew any side effects of the vaccine or anything. But that, but the Trump administration, through him rolling back FDA regulations, so on and so forth, had came up with the vaccine. They mm-hmm. knew it before the election. Mm-hmm. But the Democrats would not let that information go to public. Mm-hmm. Go to the public in order. I mean, it would have made Trump look good. Right. You can't have that. Right. Well, this is just another, this is just exact opposite. Well, another thing that they kept hush-hush was the uh, Biden laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop. For sure. And the owner of that store. Like, they they hid all of that. Exactly. And then they suppressed the stories on Twitter and then started just banning people left and right because it was, quote, misinformation. Right, right. whatever. Right. But it's just funny. They know all this stuff, Mm -hmm. but they can keep it censored. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and and this this particular thing with the classified documents wasn't exactly censored. Whenever we think of the traditional way of being censored on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, this was just the DOJ, Merrick Garland, the scumbag that he is, hmm. um, knew it. But now he's investigating Biden, correct? Well, his back's against the wall. He is backed into a corner. Yeah, you, because they investigated Trump, and now he's going to investigate Biden. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Biden yeah. has the worst thing going on for him that any president could possibly have. Donald yeah. Trump had one. Bill Clinton had one. That's called a special counsel. Yeah. Investigating him. Mm-hmm. And that special counsel, you know, Merrick Garland is the guy that started it. But I think the the major distinction that's not being talked about a whole lot is that Biden didn't even have authority to have classified documents because he doesn't have the authority to unclassify documents. He was a so, vice president. That's because the key. only presidents have that authority and that's power. Right. And he was a vice president. And that's a so. po- that's a great point. You know, there's not very many media outlet people that's that's uh, talking about that. Right. That he was a vice president. He's right. not privy to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He's privy to some of it, but not all of it. Yeah, but you know, I think a part of it too, being like a a normal person working in this world, like I think that these things happen all the time. And this is just kind of being made a big deal because somebody wants it to be, you know, they want to push Biden out. So I think that, you know, maybe they're making it a big deal now. But I think that vice presidents in the past have probably had access to classified documents and have had them in their possession. And you're right. I, I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, that's what I think. I, I mean, you, I don't know that. I don't know that as a fact, but you look back at it and. Kind of like, well, look at it this way. Republican or Democrat. Do you think that a secretary of state, be it 
Mike Pompeo or Hillary Clinton back when she was, mm -hmm. didn't take some classified documents home to read them. Sure. I mean, this is the same thing. It's just sure. you hope they return them, but right. whatever, whatever. Right. You know, that, you bring up a good point. What if, what if this is all totally, totally calculated? The Democrats are thinking like four steps ahead. Let's say, and this is just totally hypothetical. Let's go back to last mm, June, June of 22. And let's say that these Democrats already knew these classified documents were sitting in a banker's box right beside a Corvette in Joe Biden's garage. Mm -hmm. They could put that up their sleeve so that they could use it against Joe because they don't want Joe to run for a second term of president because he's just sleepy Joe and he's, mm -hmm. he's losing his mind. Mm -hmm. But they also know if we go after him on this, this is a totally impeachable offense. Yeah. This could turn out really, really bad. We don't want Joe necessarily to go to jail or be impeached, but we don't want him to run again. What can we do? Oh, I know what we'll do. We'll go after Donald Trump. We'll make him look like a total jackass mm -hmm. or attempt to. And that way, but we won't prosecute. You know, we'll, we'll drop it all. But then this opens up the door for us to do the same thing. Joe, we won't prosecute. We'll drop it all. But you still have that stain. Mm -hmm. I just... Total conspiracy theory there. I just wonder. Yeah. Hmm. So, who knows? Something to think about. Well, it is. Yeah. Hey, did you know that uh, the Liberty Council won their their uh, court case against the healthcare? There's a healthcare business in Illinois, and there's 500 people in this class action lawsuit regarding the vaccine mandate. And um, they just settled for, I think, well, they lost... I, and I can't remember the company's name. Um, the I believe company it, lost. The company lost. Not the people. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, the company lost, and they have to pay these people $10 million. Yes. Over $10 million. I think it's 10.5. But um, there's three different classes of people that have, have I mean, they won. <laughs> you know, so the, the first class of people is the people who quit because of the mandate, because they said no. They've been denied a relig religious exemption. And then um, listen to this. They had pregnant women who denied to take the vaccine because it, it, early on, quote, essential workers were only given the vaccine. Well, healthcare workers are were classified as that. And um, the pregnant women said, no, we're not going to take it. And then uh, they come back and then after they have the baby, then they say, you have to take this sh shot or else you lose your job after they have their baby, regardless if they're nursing or not. So uh, there's there's three different classes of people that won in that in that class action lawsuit. So I thought that was that's fantastic, that's wonderful, um, and that should set precedent for a lot of other court cases. We hope so. Around. And we yeah. reported on that mm -hmm. that uh, early on legal proceeding. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably been five months ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was super exciting for me to hear about that. This and, and super encouraging too because it's like all of this fighting and people without jobs, and they have to get their job back. Yeah. At the highest level that they they left at. So Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. These people Absolutely. did not deserve to be fired. Absolutely. And and it just takes a while it seems like for the wheels of justice to turn. Right. And now that it's coming out that I mean the CDC is saying that these these uh shots also cause strokes and stuff that, that I just, just saw came that out. last mm -hmm. night. Yeah. Old uh, Eli Doyle, a uh -huh. listener from up in northern Illinois, sent me a text yesterday. It's, he said and this is anecdotal, but he said he knows of four or five people, I can't remember the number in my text that he sent me, mm. that's just got the vaccine and killed over dead here. 
really? young people. Yeah. Not not like grandma and grandpa. It makes me sick. It makes me. Um, I was just talking with my girlfriend Amy, and she, I'm, we're having this conversation like, "Holy cow!" And I said, "Yeah, this world's going to look a lot different here in ten years." Sure is. Um, it sh- at least it's looking like that, right? Unless it can be disproven. I don't know. You know, hell, right here, FoxNews.com. Air Force football player Hunter Brown dead at twenty one. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, just happened this past week. Uh, it says Air Force football player Hunter Brown suffered, quote-unquote, a medical emergency. Now, this is what's funny on Fox News. A, quote-unquote, medical emergency. Most outlets that I read this exact same story, not, mm-hmm. you know, but their version of it, mm-hmm. all said cardiac arrest. Right. But Fox News says medical emergency. See, this is why I'm just losing so much yeah. trust in Fox yeah. News. And you know the same thing with Elvis Presley's daughter. She passed away. Yes. And there's a lot of liberal news. Like um, even WSIL down in Carbondale or Carterville, they they had posted the article and it didn't say anything about cardiac arrest. Right. You know, like Breitbart, that funny? Breitbart had um, reported on it, said that she passed away from cardiac arrest. She had been taken in a hospital, in an ambulance to the hospital regarding cardiac arrest and she didn't make it. See, this is their head fake. Yeah. This is what they do. It's a medical emergency. It's not cardiac arrest. Right. It's not stroke. It's not blood clots. It's just an all-around medical emergency. Causes unknown. But uh, Air Force football player Hunter Brown suffered a medical emergency on his way to class Monday and died, the academy announced on Tuesday. He was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Brown, a sophomore center for the Falcons from Lake Charles, Louisiana, was on his way to class from his dorm when he collapsed. Emergency personnel attempted life-saving measures, but were unsuccessful. The school said, "And I, I'm just, you know, but but what I'm not. Once again, you're a conspiracy theory for even theorist for even thinking. Mm-hmm. It's the jab. Well, what did all all uh, all four branches of the military have to get the jab? The jab. Mm-hmm. Shh. Question not allowed. Mm-hmm. You can't ask that. But and and also in this story." Number one, they didn't they didn't label as cardiac arrest like I read in so many other places. Mm-hmm. But no mention anywhere in the story, nowhere, is the word vaccine. Hmm. Nowhere. And you know what? Somebody made up a good point on TikTok. I believe I saw a TikTok. You've got these people just f- having these medical emergencies with their heart. They're passing out. You know, they're they're having Bell's palsy, and um, you could you could not walk into a McDonald's and people were calling for for hanging in jail time if you didn't get the vaccine and you go out in public. So they're calling for a vaccine. You can't order at McDonald's without a vaccine card. You can't go shopping without a vaccine card in some areas. And and now we can't question, hey, is this not the reason why we didn't take it? Is this not the reason we don't know? So now we are also being victimized for questioning even that fact. Whereas if we didn't have a vaccine card... We couldn't go anywhere. Right. Weird. Right. Yeah. Well, and like for this Hunter Brown fellow, the difference between him and Damar Hamlin was a location that the tragedy occurred. Mm-hmm. You know, Damar had his problems within, I don't know, 50 or 100 foot of medical personnel that could right. be right there to resuscitate him. Right. Of a defibrillator. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the difference. Yeah. So that's the reason that DeMar, more than likely, is still alive. 
versus this poor fella who's just mm-hmm. on his way to class. I would encourage anybody and everybody who is maybe younger or, or even in their 50s or 60s that have, have gotten um, the vaccine. Uh, and, you know, remember this. When they issued these vaccines and they said that they were FDA approved, that only means that it was very misleading the way that they put it out there initially because the FDA had issued an EAU, which is emergency authorization use. And that's what they put out. But then, you know, Biden's out there saying it's FDA approved. Go get your shot, go get your shot, get your booster, yada, yada. When that's not the case, it's under emergency use and it's only experimental. So if you read the fine print of it, so that's why we were so leery of it and the government was pushing it, which is why we were also questioning it. I would encourage anybody who has gotten that to maybe go see a functional doctor, have your test ran, have your, you know, have a heart scan just to check, just to make sure you don't have that um, inflammation around the heart and, you know, the, just, I mean, check it out, you know, blood clots also, um, that's a big thing. So it makes me, it's, you know, I, we know so many people who have gotten them and it scares um, me for them. Well, and I, and I, and I don't live in a state of fear, but yes, like I, I, people I love very much. I have a worry. There's a piece of me that worries about it Yeah, because we see this. Well, and And the longer it goes on, the worse it's getting, which is. And you know, we're seeing people who are quote essential people or celebrities or famous people that are, that are kind of falling over. So when is it going to hit hometown? And that's, and that's where I'm like, it is, I guarantee you it is. But the fact of the matter is, is those are the people that never get reported on. Well, what I'm saying is these people probably had access to the shot a lot sooner than people here in oh, flyover I see what state. You're yeah. You know, yeah. when does it, when does it hit here? Yeah. I don't know. Because we are, I mean, we are small town America. This is. Well, I mean, it, it already has kind of hit here for the simple fact that, I mean, I've talked to people mm-hmm. who, who know others that have gotten the vaccine mm-hmm. that had some sort of medical condition that had absolutely nothing to do with COVID. I think we reported on this two or three episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing to do with COVID, like Crohn's disease or, or, yeah. or chronic migraines or yeah. things like that. They're always fighting. But then they get this vaccine, and it just exacerbates the problem yeah. and has really complicated everything for mm-hmm. them. So I, I don't know. You just wait until, I mean, those those studies are out there where it shows that cancer patients who have been in remission are now coming back. I mean, the cancer showing back up, and it's more rapid growing, and, and it's it's... Yeah, just hate it. Yeah, my heart hurts for for this situation. Yeah, I mean specifically. Moving on. Okay. This is actually a story from back in March of twenty two. Okay. But somehow oh, or man. another, somehow or another, it made it across my radar, and it's one of those tried and true, time tested. Doesn't matter. Yeah. This is funny. Yeah. So we have the California update. Okay. Okay. New York City is giving California a run for their money. <laughs> and I, if I had, like, what would be a good New York update song? Ooh, I don't even know. I don't know. What could That Alicia use? Keys song? I'm not even going to try to sing it, where she says, New York. <laughs> Welcome to New York. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the Jay-Z song? Yeah, I, well, maybe it's Jay-Z, Jay-Z and Alicia Keys. Well, I, I mean, I, she has a wonderful voice. She sounds amazing, but I can't even. Well, surely Sinatra has a New York song, doesn't he? New York, New York. There you go. Is that Sinatra? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Bushels and Barrels 1 at gmail.com. Let us know what a good New York, New York theme update song. theme song is. <laughs> All right, here's your headline. Make $87.50 in three minutes. 
colon, reporting idling trucks in New York City has become a lucrative side hustle for clean air vigilantes. You know what? Somebody (laughs) emailed us about this. Oh, really? Yeah, I think we had a driver. And I'm sorry I didn't get through the emails today, but we, like Ryan said, we're in a hurry. But, um... He said that he used to drive through New York, but because they are charging this this fee, he's no longer driving through New York to do business or whatever it is. Well, listen to the, how they do it. Okay. This is what's... It's funny, but it's horrible. It's, yeah. <laughs> Ernest Weld says he's been chased, swung at, and even pushed by truck drivers who disapprove <laughs> of his side gig. From his phone, Weld records trucks that are parked for longer than three minutes with their engines still running and a fence in New York City. Every time I go out of my house, I'm prepared for an assault. Weld, an environmental attorney by day, that just an environmental attorney, he needs hit in the mouth right there. Right. Uh, an environmental attorney by day told CNBC, you have to go out expecting there's going to be a confrontation. Weld's hunt for idling trucks started because of an online citizen reporting program the New York City Department of Environmental Protection launched in 2019. It's called the Citizens Air Complaint Program, and it allows ordinary New Yorkers to receive a monetary award for their enforcement efforts. To participate in the program, citizen reporters need to shoot a video showing a commercial vehicle idling for more than three minutes. They then log on to the city's idling complaint system to file and track their complaint. Patrick Schnell, a pediatrician, get this, estimates he's made $36,000 to date. <laughs> his technique is to hold his phone in his hand and try to be inconspicuous, he said. It kind of works, but not always. Oh. $36,000 taxpayer money right that's that was one of the questions i had was who pays for this shit yeah let's see here thirty six thousand divided by eighty seven fifty that means this patrick schnell has done this 411 times (laughs) that doesn't sound like a side gig that sounds like a full-time job okay well probably not in new york i don't know how what kind of apartment you can get for thirty six thousand dollars in new york but i don't know Depending on where he's at, I guess. Never mind the homeless people laying around everywhere. Oh, never mind never mind the murder and yeah. everything going on in New York. We can't have these trucks idling. Just wait till the immigrants start taking pictures and videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, you know. I guess they'll be making some good money in New York. <laughs> so what happens is these people take these videos. They file it to this complaint system. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 87 the fine is 350 dollars one quarter of that fine goes to the person that turned it in oh my gosh i could see why nobody would want to go through new york but i just thought that was a funny ass story yeah you know you shut shut off your semi and then let it air up whenever you oh yeah Yeah. stoplight or something (laughs) jeez yeah you're just stuck in a red light right damn it Uh oh what's this Uh oh I'm so sick of transgender news. <laughs> I just want to let you know that. <laughs> well, this is good transgender news. Okay. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. From the Daily Caller. Simply common sense. A federal ruling on transgender bathrooms could also apply to women's sports, legal experts say. Did you hear about this? No. This is from the Daily Caller. Okay. 
A federal appeals court ruling that backed a Florida school district's policy of separating restrooms by biological sex. What a novel idea. Could also be extended to prohibit biological men from competing in women's sports, legal experts told the Daily Caller News Foundation. The 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals decided that a Florida school board's policy that required students to use bathrooms that correspond to their biological sex did not violate Title IX, a federal law that that prohibits discrimination on the basis of sex. Good things just keep coming from Florida. Would you agree with that? Yes. Good things keep coming from anywhere anywhere Ron DeSantis goes. Do, good things happen. Let me let me tell you this that Harvard has just recently came out and said that newborns are trans and and gay and uh we are discriminating against newborn babies because because they're attracted, you know, gr- females are attracted to women's breasts so that means that they're gay and then they're you know um the as a baby an infant i'm talking days old harvard they're hungry right that has nothing to do with sexuality people that is are just so sick they are so sick like anybody in their right mind who follows that mess it's garbage it is so much garbage Oh my gosh. And and you know what? I've noticed since Elon has taken over Twitter Twitter. Now I wasn't a Twitter er er. <laughs> Twitter er er a Twitter E. Yeah. I wasn't a tweet person. But um I've noticed that there are more and more interviews of these people who have transitioned early in life and even later in life, those interviews are showing up on Twitter. More and more. Well, yeah, they're not the being canceled. That, yeah, the, the ones that are saying, don't do this. I've ruined my body. I have regrets about doing it. Right. You know, I, I wasn't informed. I was talked into it. You know, my counselor at school told me that I was trans and that got me thinking. And then I started hormone blockers at 16, 18. I had the surgery and that's when I started having the regret. Or even, you know, I started, I had surgery and then nine months later, I'm like, what the heck did I do to my body? You know, yeah. so it's mutilation. It is. So, it is. And then the, the and the way they push it on young kids, you know adolescents. What? Yes, absolutely. And you know what blows my mind is this whole um, this whole thought and theory process of oh, love yourself for what you are, who you are, love your body. Every woman looks different, you know. So love your curves, love this, love that. And then all of a sudden, it's like if you don't love it, just change it, chop it off. Yeah, <laughs> chop it off or add it. What the yeah. heck, you know? Let's let's change. Right. Stop it. Right. I get it. I'm so over trans news. I kind of am too. Because it's There's garbage. A lot of it. it is garbage. It's just but, garbage. But and these it makes, people keep coming at us. We got to keep throwing the grenades right back. That's true. But it, you become desensitized to how Absolutely. outrageous it is. Yeah. When I see it, my stomach turns that my son would think that maybe one day because he was given the option to think that he was a girl. Um, absolutely not. If I see him walking around in my heels, I'm not thinking he's questioning his gender. I like, no. Right. If I see him walking he's around, my sh- he is being a child. Yeah. He is walking around in mommy's mommy's shoes, but he walks around in your shoes also. So right. it's not like a, it's not like, talk know. about the essence of innocence. How cool right. is it for you guys that don't know Jessica just went to Walmart and bought a small TV. We have an old DVD <laughs> player downstairs in the basement now. And our basement's yeah. not finished, it's, but it's got a big playroom. Yeah. And what else? <laughs> just tell them. Just innocent. 
Yeah. What yeah. he watches downstairs. So we had to, we had two tube TVs. And for the young people, you don't know what that is, whatever. But these two tube TVs, I had to buy all kinds of extra cords and research and all. Anyways, I went and bought a cheap flat screen that had an HDMI output because the old ones don't have that. <laughs> and, um, and input or right. input output, whatever. So I bought this old TV and uh, for Christmas, my mom and dad actually told me that they were watching, um, Little House on the Prairie, and he was so locked into Little House on the Prairie. There's farming, there's chickens, there's, um, you know, agriculture in it, and it just wholesome goodness. And uh, <laughs> so I bought the entire series because on Prime, the advertisements, the commercials in the middle of Prime are like for AIDS commercials. Which that demographic does not go with the demographic you would think would be watching Little House on the Prairie. Which is just another pollution of something that's wholesome. So in the middle of all these great things. Great point. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of these uh, great episodes, you know, they're praying, they're giving God glory for his wheat harvest and this and that. Um, they're talking about struggles of farming. And but this. they're also portraying they the hardships of life. Uh, yes, yeah. absolutely. And then they stop. Uh, and then here's this you know, two men, three men kissing, and then two men and a woman, and they're all holding hands, and it's really confusing for a child. Like, that's not what we see at home, but, you know, and then it's like, get your AIDS test and make sure you're HIV negative or whatever, and, like, take this medication. It yeah. was a, way weird. So I'm like, okay, enough of that. So, so anyways, because of the cur- commercials yeah, alone. Yeah, we bought the series. Bought the series on DVD, got him a TV and yeah. a DVD player set up in the basement, and that kid is in heaven. <laughs> he absolutely and loves I, it. I'm glad that I can turn that yeah. on and walk off. Yeah. And he can sit down there yes. and watch it, and I don't have to worry about any pollution going through that TV yes. into yeah. his little skull full of mush, you know? Yeah. And he knows how to use the buttons, so it's so funny. He'll, you know, w- watch the episodes. It's on one disc. And there's like a million discs with this nine-season se- series, and uh, he will change them and... Um, turn the volume way up and one night he left that TV on and all we hear is the intro to Little House on the Prairie and Ryan and I just kind of look at each other and just laugh like it's so wholesome it's just a good feeling yep. like I'm okay if that TV is blaring downstairs me too <laughs> I'm, re- I'm really yeah. okay with it like I said you just don't have to worry about it right you right know? and now I don't have to worry about commercials all so. right I only got a couple more stories because okay. we're in a hurry yeah so from Bloomberg <laughs> everybody loves this one U.S. safety agency to consider ban on gas stoves amid health fears. You've heard about this one, haven't you? Yeah, and I'm actually aggravated because in my 10 or 20 year plan for our kitchen, I want to I range. I want a gas stove. Because we have an electric one. Yes. And Jess is not a fan. I, My mom, my grandma, my aunts, my uncles, they all cook with gas stoves. So I grew up <laughs> cooking with gas stoves and now I've got a glass top and I don't like it. <laughs> Well, this is from Bloomberg, if I didn't say that already. Yeah, a federal agency says a ban on gas stoves is on the table amid rising concern about harmful indoor air pollutants emitted oh by God. appliances. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission says to take action, or plans to take action, to address the pollution, which can cause health and respiratory problems. I had no idea that a gas stove caused this damn much pollution. You know, I'm... And I don't care much about pollution at all, obviously. And just because I say that doesn't mean I don't want clean air and clean water. Uh-huh. But it's a damn gas. St- what about a gas fireplace? We got gas logs. Uh-huh. What's the difference? Are they going to ban those two? Well, I mean, in probably. Cal- well, in California, like we reported a few weeks ago, and all gas furnaces are supposed to be banned by 2030. Yeah. 
It's an all-out war on gas. But anyway, this is a hidden hazard, Richard Trumpka Jr., an agency commissioner, said in the interview. Any option is on the table. Products that can't be made safe can be banned. Well, you know, starvation's not safe either. And I know a lot of food in restaurants is made using natural gas. Somewhere in the gas world has made somebody in power mad. Yeah. (laughs) And so they're now like... Well, it's... How do you get gas? You have to drill for it. It's the all-out war on fossil fuels. I mean, and and this is the funny thing, or or the ironic thing, whatever you want. Natural gas is clean burning. Right? Like, that would... You remember, before the big, big push for electric vehicles, it was supposed to be natural gas vehicles because natural gas vehicles burn cleaner than gasoline vehicles the problem is the infrastructure associated with getting natural gas to a gas station Uh you know you don't haul natural gas typically you pipe it yeah so in other words you would have to have an individual pipe going to each gas station so somebody could fill their natural gas car up Uh and it just never took off yeah because it's just it's easier to move gasoline so Anyway, uh, natural stoves, which are used in about 40% of homes in the U.S., emits air pollutants such as nitri- nitrogen dioxide, carbon monoxide, and fine particulate matters matter at levels the EPA and World Health Organization have said are unsafe. EPA and World <laughs> Health Organization. Two organizations you cannot trust. <laughs> not only that, they're not even elected. So like, yeah. These are political machines. (laughs) They are not to be trusted. Yeah. The EPA is a a horrible joke. That that World Health Organization. I don't even need to talk about the WHO. But yeah, here's what I'm tired of. I'm really sick of the government coming into my home, Mm -hmm. my private home, and telling me what appliances I can have and, and and what I can be using. Case in point. The gallon per flush toilet. <laughs> I know that you're ticked off about I that. I <laughs> hate them. I know we've talked about that on this program yeah. before. I'll talk about it again. A gallon per flush toilet does not do the job. Got it. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. a gas stove, I'm sure, can cook better than an electric range. Absolutely. Get the hell out of my house. Oh. You know, Cheryl Crow coming out and saying, we, we, we each need to be wiping with just one square. Three squares max per, uh, I guess, dump. Gross. Yeah, but she said it. Three squares max. She must not eat. She must not drink much bush light either. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> and in our final story for today, because we're in a hurry, from the LA Times, three people, including a four-year-old boy, are rescued after Tesla crashes into pool. Oh, Did you hear this? No. Two adults and a four-year-old boy were rescued from a sinking Tesla after the vehicle plunged into the pool of a Pasadena home. Pasadena police are investigating the crash, but officials believe the driver of the Tesla accidentally pressed the gas instead of the brake pedal, plowing through a retaining wall and winding up in a swimming pool. Was the four-year-old driving? (laughs) I don't know. You know what's funny is that these Teslas, that's all you, like car crashes, those are the only ones you hear about are the Teslas. And it's because they're attacking Elon Musk. That's period. exactly where I was going to yeah. go with that. Okay. When you hate Elon, you go after yeah. him. And oh, Tesla's yeah. an easy way to do it. Yeah. But something that I, I noticed in this article, let's, let's read the headline again. Three people, including a four-year-old boy, are rescued after Tesla crashes into pool it's all they want it to sound like the tesla did it by itself right (laughs) 
this is exactly the same war that these these same liberal media and all these damn mm-hmm. people had on an SUV 20 years ago. Remember yeah. all the SUV yes. crashes? Yeah. SUV mm-hmm. darts off road, kills four people. Yeah. SUV slams into bus, killing three. But you know, you know, I've noticed that these Teslas, every single person is living. Like any of these crashes, I feel like these... The people, they have survivors in Teslas. Yeah. They just report on this crash because it's a Tesla. Yeah. And, and they blame it on the Tesla, yeah. not the driver. Right. Just like they used to blame it on the SUV, mm-hmm. not the driver. Yeah. What is the percentage of people in plane crashes? Like, is it pilot's fault or is it the airplane's fault? Pilot's. What, how, percentage. Is it 99% uh, of the time? I don't know what the percentage is, but most yeah. every time an airliner crashes, it's a pilot's fault. Yeah, okay. And, and whenever I say that, I mean, that, that goes all the way back down to ensuring that you have enough fuel yeah. to make the trip that you're going to go on. Right. You know? It's the person in charge. It's or, human error. Or, or the pilot deciding to fly in some weather that he should he or she shouldn't be flying in. Right. Or trying to go through a thunderstorm instead of around it. Yeah. You know, yeah. generally... Most generally. And that doesn't go, I mean, you take off and you hit a flock of geese and it takes out both your engines. That's not the pilot's fault. Right. But But that doesn't happen very often. No, no, thank goodness. But anyway, I'm sorry this is so fast, but we just. And shout. We've got to catch a plane. We have alerted our local sheriff that, uh, who is a rock star this week. Uh Uh-huh. You know, coming out against Donut Pritzker and his assault weapons ban. Right. Uh. And we, our state's attorney, Kelly our, Storkman, and, and, and is, Ke- is fantastic. Yes, and Kelly's awesome. She yeah. she said, I will not prosecute uh-huh. uh, this particular, the this particular of, thing. Yeah. So people who haven't been following Illinois news, this is uh, the governor put out a, a ban on assault rifles, a, ARs or whatever. They call them assault rifles. They're automatic. Yes. Anyway, so, so or semi-automatic or whatever. And then, uh, and then the, high capacity magazines. Yeah. Ugh, assault rifles. Well, because we have our, our, our sheriff that's on board of saying, well, uh-huh. not, I'm not going to arrest people for this. And because we have a state's attorney to elected positions yeah. on board saying, We're I'm not, not going to prosecute it. Yeah. Here's my challenge to each and every. And if you know one of these guys or ladies, tell them to listen to the bushels and bears. My challenge is for every state cop in Illinois to follow my sheriff's lead. Don't prosecute. Use most your conscience. Ca- most counties, I just saw an updated map yesterday. Most counties are not enforcing this quote law. Yeah. It's unconstitutional. And that's the basis of the reason why uh, Sheriff Morgan is not following it because it is unconstitutional. We are protect. We have that right. That's exactly it's right. Unalienable right. So to all citizens of America. It's, it's, and it's like, Derek said, I took an oath to protect the Constitution, yep. mm-hmm. not J.B. Pritzker and his interest. Right. And, and and that goes for any Republican that might try to pull the same shit, like a Kinzinger or a Romney. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I challenge each and every state police officer, leave this one alone. Mm-hmm. Take a stand, and I would almost, I would almost bet my money on these police, the state police officers in Illinois. They, they also think the same way that we do. Yeah, in but, this instance, but, 
because of the Second Amendment. The fear and self-preservation might make them go on ahead and try to bust somebody. Because you know what? In Wabash County, if they do, Kelly's not going to prosecute it. So the state cop just wasted his time. Right. But I mean, if there's an incentive like this guy in New York (laughs) where they could make an extra salary or, you know, like a part-time salary, full-time salary. 8750. Yeah. By turning in people. Yeah. That might be where people start to turn. But I hope, I hope not. Could be. I hope not. Could be. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we get on the road? I don't think so. And in the air? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, the deputy sheriff and all his friends have been notified that our house uh, will be unoccupied, although we'll have employees in and out of here all the time. Yeah. But our surveillance is on. Uh The cops will be watching. We are getting on a plane and flying to where? Are you? I don't like to tell people when we travel and where we're traveling. I guess you're going to tell everybody. Nah. <laughs> okay. I'll edit that out. <laughs> no, it's okay. I think that I think that uh we're we're going on a little trip, a little couple's trip, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be warm. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. It'll be nice. I'm ready to go. Kay. Are you? Got to go. Yeah. Well, guys, Leah Thomas is still a boy. Yeah. Jesus Christ, still our savior. You were born in America. Don't forget to be one. All right, y'all. We will see you next week. Thanks for being here. Adios.